Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am, of course, one of the four jobbers. I am known as Ginger Heat, but I am not alone on this journey to dissect the week that was in the world of wrestling. I am joined by the Milky, the Venomous, the Wax Mamba being introduced first this week. What is going on, Monami? I'm doing well. I think I was introduced first last week also. I don't know what I did to deserve this move up the card. <laughs> I feel like I'm the opening match now. I'm not the mid-card jobber. Feels pretty good. I don't know! <laughs> I don't know <laughs> either. <booking> this crap? <laughs> uh, all is good. I'm about to take a nice vacation. My first vacation in a year and a half, hey. basically. Uh, not anywhere fancy, just a place. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, about an hour, hour and a half drive. A chalet with the valet. Oh, pretty nice. good. <laughs> Battle at the chalet. Chalet on a pole match. <laughs> Much like NXT, which I'm sure we'll hear about later because Waxman is our resident NXT expert, a.k.a. Mark, a.k.a. Jobber. But... He is not alone in his journey either, because he is also joined by the body from Kirkcuddy, Jordan Deves, all the way across the fifth of Firth from Kirkcuddy. Jordan, what is going on this week in the borough? Uh, it's been uh, it's been very busy in in, in the world of. Jordan, uh, it's it's been good though. Uh, I'm getting my ass kicked. Yeah, exactly. Get my ass kicked by uh, Pfizer. Um, I tried to lift both my arms there in exultation of the body from Burkirkori. <laughs> I can't lift this one higher than you know about shoulder. So that, that's taking exciting. your Tylenols, right, and saying your prayers. Uh, don't know what Tylenol is. If it's paracetamol, then yes, I'm taking it. Um, paracetamol. I knew we'd say pa- that too. Yeah, I don't know what Tylenol is. So yeah, taking some drugs and feeling good. I, I think it's good it because it's not branded as much there. Like paracetamol isn't just like a brand. It not that the actual... That's the name of the drug, right? The yeah, drug. so it doesn't matter which brand paracetamol, right? Like here, like we'll go for Tylenol specifically, even though there is like a, oh, a, really? a, a, another version of it that's the exact same ah. thing. It's not got the, the fancy American branding. You Americans suckers oh, yeah. for branding. Acetamethine, acetamethine. And what's that? Uh, the other one's uh, Advil. What would Advil be? Oh, I've had that. I've had that. You've had that. Must have had a hangover over here then. There's not iron readily available, so you got to have something else. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had that with a lovely coffee at some point when I was across in lovely coffee after having that coffee. Somebody, I just brought that up. On a chat, we're talking about coffee, and because uh, the person was getting a coffee, I'm like, well, "What are you getting?" And because I have uh, the Nespresso, of course. But uh, mm. a coffee cone himself. I don't know what he's doing over there. He, he looks distracted. He's in the zone. He's all over the place. But he is currently playing Mass Effect. I could, couldn't be happier. He is the enigmatic. He is the charismatic. All the way from Point Claire. They hate Jason. What is going on? Um, you know, I am playing Mass Effect, and if I don't thoroughly enjoy it, I will blame you and not the people that made the game, because it makes more sense to blame the fans of things 
than the people that create the things themselves. Ronda Rousey, what a segue, Jason. Oh, my goodness. You think this guy's been on a podcast before? My goodness, he is an expert. He is a pro because Ronda Rousey was barking this morning. Was it earlier today? uh, I don't know. At some point today, she was like, it's today. What what did she say? What was going on? uh, That that was a bit of a low blow, Jason. I I think you've hit me right in my... Corbin penis. (laughs) (laughs) Why was it a low blow, though? (laughs) (laughs) He's just dying to press that button. Oh, uh, that was a low blow. I just (laughs) wanted to find somebody to get the Corbin penis. (laughs) Corbin penis. Um, what Ronda Rousey was saying, uh, if we can sum it up, is basically, and I kind of just my eyes glazed over when I read this tweet. Ooh. I don't, I don't like the sour grapes too much. You know, there's mm. times when it's legitimate. There's times when it's like, okay, all right, Ronda. Uh, but basically, she was yelling at all the smarks who were chanting "We want Wyatt" uh, on yesterday's episode of monday night raw and saying something about beach balls or uh or whatnot basically calling them hypocrites yeah saying that they chant we want beach balls during bray wyatt's matches because they're bored i've seen i've seen you you same fans the exact same fans that were chanting same people we want wyatt i'm sure of it i saw every single one of you are the ones that were chanting, we want beach balls over Bray Wyatt's performing. If the WWE treated him like he was expendable, it was because of you ungrateful idiots. Is he coming back? Spending all the fucking money on his merch and shit. He's one of the highest merch sellers, and that's our fault. If this this is because she's coming back and she's going to be a heel, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. If not, then she's... Oh yeah, she's just if she's just barking off. just to bark. Then she's off Bray, Wy- Bray Wyatt's rocker on this one. She she's off join, the chair. She can go join the the Ryback in, in the, the yeah. What uh, Ry- why is Ryback stripping in on this? Like, is he he needs some relevance? He's, he's, Ryback. He's, um, he's just he doesn't like uh, WWE either. But then he's like, yeah, no one talks does. bad about my friends. My friend Ronda Rousey, you can't talk bad about her. You're getting blocked. Okay. <laughs> no, it's just like if you if you come if you if you, ig- you disagree with anyone on yeah. Twitter, it's attacking. Apparently, I mean, but also attacking is what he said. That's the words that he used. You you attack Ronda like that guy's tweet was so. She like, just said <laughs> she just blames all the fans for for like I don't understand. Did they pay her to say this? Like I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Is she trying to get back? Yeah. If, if the fans, if, if it's part really, of a character, yeah. Is it because they yeah, don't chant? Re- we want Ronda. It'd be interesting too she because she'd come back <laughs> as a face. I mean, all the, the the fan marks, like the kids and stuff, would love her right away. I mean, listen to her music that comes on. Like, obviously, she's a face, but then the marks would. She's hate actually her. a heel, though. Yeah, I don't know. I actually think Ronda would do well if she were coming back like that. She would probably do well as a bit of like a a Roman Reigns style heel. Like, mm-hmm. acknowledge me. I'm the best fighter in this division like you some of you know some of the heat she gets people who still don't like her from previous uh times or previous gimmicks and some of it's just that she's playing up the heel role i think that's exactly what roman's doing and it's working for roman if ronda can somehow channel this energy if she's coming back and be this absolute monster heel like crush charlotte flair crush nikki ash crush alexa bliss it would actually be pretty cool (laughs) don't tell me you're gonna be defending nikki this week um, well, she did better this week than yeah. last week. Yeah, you know what? She to be won. honest, it's not her. This week wasn't really her fault. Yeah. And Ronda, I mean, it's but Ronda, Nikki, Nikki, uh, Nikki Rousey, uh, Nikki, Nikki and Rousey. Charlotte wasn't that bad. Well, you're right. Anyway, 
Well, why was, I, I suppose we should go with the biggest news of the yep. week, Brad. Why was Ronda Rousey uh, tweeting in the first place? What was she tweeting? Because the fans are to? idiots. <laughs> yes. Ungrateful idiots. <laughs> Ungrateful idiots. That's not news. Just eat that crap we feed you every week. <laughs> or they feed you. So, yes, like you're saying, we're barking you're... because Bray Wyatt has been released by the WWE. He has been off TV for a while. They were saying there was creative differences or something like that, but he is officially released. Uh, apparently, the call came in from John Laurinaitis, and he was told that he's being cut for budgetary reasons or something. I mean, he's one of the... He must be making a ton of money, but he's also selling a ton of merch when those reports leak out, them being a public company. Bray Wyatt's stuff near the top of the charts always. And, you know, even now on the, on the secondhand market, there is a clamoring for Bray Wyatt merch, his masks, all those things that you know you can't mm-hmm. get. It, they are in super high demand right now. So it's it's absolutely unbelievable. Jason, let's start off with you. What do you think about WWE releasing Bray Wyatt? Um, I was just trying to find how much he was making. It says uh, estimated $850,000 oh, a year. Oh, I didn't pick you because you were looking at your phone. I just picked someone like I always do. No, but like I was that's I was interested mm-hmm. in like 850000 a year plus, I guess, merch. Yeah, seems they lower must than get some uh, kind of they obviously they better commission get that, but that's, we don't right. know if that's true but an estimate nonetheless what do i think about it um i was i mean it's it's a huge deal i guess i was more surprised with how big of a deal people made it and some people that i know that are, like hate AEW or other brands were actually saying like this is the last straw WWE can't do this i'm like i was, I was surprised like how hard it hit certain fans i guess not that I didn't know he was popular, but I guess I felt like he hadn't been used, and it didn't seem like he. I, no one knew where he was. Did did we? Did we know what he was up to or where he's been? Just said if, off if for, he didn't want to wrestle. If he was taking or something, time like off? he's doing. It's a creative break or, or something. I don't know. I'm just I'm just kind of shocked and curious as to why. I don't feel strongly anger towards WWE because I expect this kind of stuff from them. They do whatever they want, release whoever they want. doesn't matter if you don't fit their agenda. You weren't a Fiend fan. Whatever that right, might be. There's going to be emotions, but you were never a mark for, for I was never Bray a huge or the fan, Fiend. but I was happy he was I was happy he was there because he, he was a draw regardless. Yeah, but I'm and, just saying uh, like, a lot of it may come from a place I, of emotion, right? This is a lot of people's favorite wrestler. Well, most of it, yeah. I guess so. I just He wasn't one of my favorites, even though I appreciate everything he's done. He's, he's very good. Like, are these marks going to stop uh, watching I don't want to see him it? Like, No, they're going to tune into SummerSlam, but... They also I mean, might be. I mean, I'd rather see him go somewhere else. Of AEW. I'd rather see him get to stay himself because they were using him weirdly. Like that match at WrestleMania was not done properly. Uh, he lost earlier. Remember that Hell in a Cell match that ended with like who knows why, like disqualification or something. Yeah. So if he goes somewhere else and gets to do what he wants and, he and get uh, burned alive and then he came back like, the next freer. day burned and then he came back normal. Like all within the, the span of yeah, like a week. they just mishandle. It's like they don't know what to do with such a complex character that he 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 yeah. knows what he wants to do, but they might not let him. So go. Hopefully, he flourishes in AEW, and AEW <laughs> takes over, and we have a real war, and everyone steps their game up. Let's go. It's according to his character. Jericho, they is, won the Wednesday night war. Yeah, his character war, is though. not is not for yeah. PG. That that was the problem. Realistically, like that character, you put that on a show where you're allowed to go full blown. He would have smashed it because I feel like he had the idea and he, from what we understand of what's happened backstage and and from what we've seen on TV, it seems like he knew what he wanted to do with that. But there was always a little bit of it that I was kind of like, you could take that a step further and we just never got to see that. And maybe that's the creative difference that we were probably seeing. And, you know, 
here, this could be a completely amicable break with the we want to be able to do this with you, but we can't because we're a PG show. Mm-hmm. And it's been cool. Well, then I want to take my wares elsewhere. I do remember there being a discussion a while ago about him leaving, uh, sorry, taking a bit of a break due to um, some obvious you know, mental issues that he was having around the, the death of uh, Brody Lee. Um, so I, I wondered if maybe there was there was something in that, that there was perhaps a little bit of, of kind of, do you know what, I just need time away from the you know all company I, I i don't know i don't know but uh i'm gonna miss him i was a bit of a fiend not mark i would say but definitely a, a fan of that kind of storyline i really enjoyed it but i do understand why people didn't um but i think just as a worker how long has he been there now as what three different gimmicks you want to count nxc or whatever it was before that in there as well when he was husky yeah. harris and something i mean else. you're talking <laughs> you're talking what 10 at least 10 years, yeah. 11 years or so. Main eventing, he's, yeah. he's, everything, won all the championships. Like, Yeah. Come in, you know, he, he gets drawn out to be up against some of the biggest names in the company for so, so long. Regardless of whether you, you enjoyed it or not, he was involved. And I think it's a mass. I mean, if you think of anybody else that's been around in a company for, what, 10 to 12 years, you're talking about some of the biggest names in wrestling. And he is probably in that discussion for tenure alone. Didn't uh, Goldberg beat him too? Yes. That's <laughs> yeah, that's bad. See, I'm a, you could call me a Goldberg mark, and I still obviously that's bad. Shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have happened. Should nay have happened. But again, the fact that it was in that conversation with somebody like Goldberg shows the the kind of caliber of talent that they oh of course know, perhaps saw him at at yeah. one point so. Yeah, he's and yet you going. I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised that uh, that he was let go. I figured yeah, it was a neither. matter yeah. of time. I, I I didn't you know. I don't want to say like oh I knew from the beginning, but I had a feeling we weren't going to see him again. Like uh, like Jason said, a bit like what Jordan said too is. I think the level of like the levels that he wanted to have to his character, it just wasn't going to work in WWE when you have, you know, uh, superheroes and this like weird group that is anarchists and then isn't. And they talk about Mm. animals and whatnot. And uh, a guy who says he's got a sword and then a fake sword and and all that. It's just, you have that. And then, you know, I was never a big fiend guy, but, and the same with Alexa's. That's why her gimmick's not going to go anywhere either. It just, WWE can't provide the environment for those gimmicks to mm-hmm. truly flourish. It almost makes you wonder if Bray's better on like an independent. If he wants to really go fully into that character, is he really going to go even to maybe an AEW if they just did uh, what they did with Jericho and Gage? But maybe they'd give someone like Bray. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't want to say every guy who leaves has to go to AEW right away, but. Maybe there's a different environment for Bray, like you guys said. And yeah, it doesn't necessarily... I know what you mean. Like, it, he needs to have some hardcore matches to give an edge to his character, for sure. I think that's important to most wrestlers. I think we've seen that all the biggest stars we can think of gained an edge through particular either brutal matches, bloody matches, or hardcore matches at some point. But the thing about Bray is he's such a great storyteller that if you give him that chance, yeah, maybe he... 
you know, maybe he's able to do something special with it anyways, or maybe he doesn't need to have that hardcore match uh, so early on. I don't know. That's it. You know, uh, a swamp match doesn't have the same, or a Wyatt complex match was a bit more, but a swamp match doesn't have the same impact as some of those other types of matches. I just hope it means it I get to see guess... Bo again. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see, obviously, where he goes and what comes of it. And obviously, he's teased uh, on his social media that there's the, the cult of Wyndham. Cult of Wyndham. So, Bo Wyndham, if he can get in there too, baby, Wyndham. let's go, AW. They're splashing cash. They got so lots Wyndham. of shows. They need people. I, I have. I don't know why. I have it in my head that it's New Japan. I don't know why, but I work. feel like New Japan. I mean, again, the affiliation with New Japan and AEW just now it would mean there'd be a bit of a crossover anyway. But I feel like New Japan would be a, a good place for for that kind of character who's just so out there. Do you know what I mean? I guess now um, that all indies are opening up, we even. You know, I saw some ticket sales, uh, tickets going on sale in Montreal for the local promotion here for, I think it's ICW? No, that's the, hmm. that's the one in, in Scotland, right? Hmm. IWS? Anyway, I'll get it after, find it, but it looks pretty yeah. sick. Some big matches. Mike Speedball Bailey, Canadian wrestler, great stuff. So that will be coming. Hopefully we can get some uh, some press tickets, I don't know. <laughs> Oof. Maybe Everrise will show Woo! up. Hey. But we also have a couple news pieces. Ric Flair, of course, has been released. Nate is gone, and apparently it was mutual, or Ric Flair requested it. Wanted to be released uh, due to... What, what does that mean? What does released mean for somebody who's 75 or whatever? And yeah, like a Legends contract? Yeah, I wonder yeah, but something. Then, does it, it does it... What does that actually mean? It, it, it all depends on the person, right? Could it contain he has to appear at X amount of events? Uh, is he getting paid each, on the regular? I don't year, know. Yeah. And if you are getting paid on the regular by WWE, I don't know if you're getting benefits and stuff too. Do you really want to give that up? I don't know. It's it's a, yeah. But he's probably must have money with his merch sales and everything, I would imagine. But I guess so. I don't know. It does seem like it came from uh, creative differences. Quick, quick Google search said... Uh, uh, the Lacey Evans storyline, he wasn't particularly fond of it. And when Ric Flair is saying no to a storyline like that, maybe maybe you were not onto something good creatively. Yeah. Maybe it was a bad idea and when everyone else also said it was a bad idea. He did release a statement, though. He said it had nothing. Mm. He yes, just said he it did. was just time to go or something, like basically, uh, if I'm summarizing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was nothing in Still there. Still thank you for Yeah, it was all nice and, and whatever. So. I mean, uh, there's, yeah. there's well, also... I mean, uh, big rumors about Adam Cole leaving NXT, Mr. Wax. Now, the rumors are a little bit uh, iffy because Britt Baker, DMD, actually. Oh. What the hell? <laughs> we what started was that? Uh, some promo video. <laughs> Who is booking? <laughs> is that what you meant to do? <laughs> I didn't mean to. I guess I did. I didn't know. Yes, I didn't you mean did. To. Anyway, Jason started a video there. Um, <laughs> anyway, yes. Baker DMD did, uh, said um, she doesn't feel like he wants to leave. He's never indicated that he wants to leave. He's very happy. Apparently, he's signed through SummerSlam, so he's probably just trying to renegotiate things. She says he's super happy. Mm -hmm. She says, obviously, if you ever wanted to come and join uh, me in AEW, it would be awesome, but chances are he wouldn't even work with me. Like People are talking about him working with me, but he has so much more history with so many other people in this company. It wouldn't even make sense for him to come here and work with me uh, in particular. But she says, of course, she would love that. But she says, the 
you know, he's very happy, uh, you know, as far as she knows. So Yeah. I mean, there's always that weirdness around expiring contracts. We heard it with Ricochet. We've heard it with Jeff Hardy recently. And they all ended up <laughs> uh, Samoa Joe, John Morrison. A bunch of these guys have their contracts coming up. Nakamura, there was a rumor about yeah. him not too long ago also. And sometimes it comes to fruition, like Andrade. We knew Andrade was unhappy for a while before he left. Alistair. Uh, Alistair. Same thing. Yeah, it, we'll see with Adam Cole. Uh, <laughs> there tends yes. to be other signs, though, doesn't there? Like, yes. You tend to see, I mean, if somebody's included in a relatively large storyline, you don't tend to see them leave. Again, the exception to that being Alistair Black. Braun you know, Strowman, sort of. L- yeah. L- yeah, Braun was never really used for He was like in a match that weekend at a pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it was never. Yeah, it was more doesn't mean you're actually involved was, yeah, in completely it. Tossed, but of course, you're right. Jordan's absolutely yeah. right. Uh, Adam Cole, yes, he's still on NXT. It seems like maybe NXT is just going to be where he is. I don't know. But he's over. Yep. If he shows up at a Rumble or two here and there, they'll mark out. He's in a good feud with Kyle O'Reilly, though I think it's kind of reaching its end. But there will be other stuff for him. He's a good wrestler. He's got a good gimmick. Uh, he's a good talker. I think WWE would be silly to let him go. If he does want to go elsewhere, I'm excited to see what's in store for him. But for now, I'm happy to still have him on the black and gold brand. At and hope to continue to see him the there. Gas station. That's right. <laughs> gas the gas station. I do have an ESO down the street from me. <laughs> <You so. laughs> it's true. We were just there. Yeah, just a block. The weekend. Bought donuts. We were. There's a Timmy in... You bought donuts. You bought stations. stale donuts. Yeah, they weren't uh, weren't <laughs> super fresh, but they were super good somehow. You know, it's donut. Late at night. Some, uh, some Timbits? No Timbits. Have some Just pops full blown, and uh, full, full donuts. donuts. Tastes good. You know what I'm saying? Last oh, thing nice. I want to bring up before we get into one good, one pish from all the week that was and the full bucket of pish that's going to drip from Raw versus, <laughs> you know, NXT AEW where it's harder to find those pishy moments. Raw was bountiful if you're a fan of Pish. Showers everywhere. But Jericho versus Vince. There's been all these barking back and forth uh, because Vince said that he doesn't view AEW's competition. Now, AEW is As in a different... Say. Yeah, you should say that. That's 100% what you, what you say. And obviously, AEW does not have like billion-dollar TV contracts. So I can understand, you know, but that's what you say. But they got billion-dollar owner. And Jericho responded I saying, think. like, we don't even watch... Uh, WWE, like we're so focused on our own product, we don't have time. Like, they, you know, we're not sitting there watching that these matches and stuff. I'm sure they do have people watching them. Of course they do. Does Jericho in particular? Maybe not, but I'm sure a lot of people do. Why would? Why would? Yeah, it be him? and he's talking about how you <laughs> yeah, know, they, they, the, even though the Wednesday Night Wars wasn't really a war, uh, they did win it because NXT did change nights and they did get beaten in the ratings. If there was a war, uh, you know, they did win, uh, according to. Whatever, but again, obviously NXT carries NXT being on Tuesdays is actually great. I don't want them on the same night. As a fan, it makes it very difficult. But uh, I digress. Uh, just that. Oh yeah, and Shotzi. That was the other thing. Shotzi Blackheart also uh, made, like dropped a meme at Jericho or something. Then he like fired back at her, like all like pissed off. Like it was a meme. Anyway, 
Oh, that's it. Anything to say on that or just whatever? Being I, a, I didn't see yeah, that just, one. <laughs> I didn't. I, it, it was in regards to his uh, fall off the top of the cage. Wasn't oh, into, yeah. into the crash it's, mats. Yeah, his fall into the crash mats. She posted like um, a meme. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's being a prick just to cause attention or I don't know. Sounded, yeah, it sounded like I don't, it's just a meme. Caught him at a wrong moment or something. But, you know, maybe he's firing back in character. I don't know. Whatever. I love Jericho. Of course, I love Jericho. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Jericho. I'm just like I'm surprised that his, he's just being an angry old man. You know, like it doesn't matter. It's just a stupid meme from Shots. He's, like, he's done that. He's done that before. Yeah, It'll of happen course. again. It's just one of those moments. Where you're like, okay, clearly he's fired up about a bunch of other stuff. It was bad timing or something. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fire he's firing up. off right now. He's, he's just fired everyone's. Off. He's firing off. Everyone's. He's got that big list. Everyone's making the list right now. If. If you are a fan of wrestling and everything that comes with it, this is all just gravy, isn't it? Like, gravy. You get to watch the you get to watch the content, whether it's good or whether it's pish. You come away from that and you get to see all the other stuff going on, and the fact that Jericho is still cutting about and ripping the pish out of folk. Perfect. Man, there is a lot to get through on that for Love sure. It. Um, so we it's our it's our favorite segment. One good, one pish. We don't have a song for it or anything, though. Pish. What is it? Okay, uh, I'll come up with a song, okay? <laughs> I'll come up with a song pretty soon. Cool. Um, but for, uh, I guess... Jason's a music man. He's never created a song. Just, yeah. I, I mean, we could just introduce the, this particular segment with... Um, I don't know. Just, is, what? Oh, <laughs> What's oh. going on with the, uh, the, <laughs> the media board this There's week, Jason? Corbin penis... <laughs> Corbin's penis. <laughs> this is this segment is known as Corbin's penis. I just want to play that every every podcast from now on because I. Just... One good, one Corbin penis. Okay. <laughs> one penis, no, one Corbin. One Corbin penis, one pish. Uh, <laughs> which one's the penis? I guess he's struggling oh, to pish out of his Corbin penis just now, isn't he? So I'm going to get Raw out of the way really quick. I'm going to give you one good, one pish for Raw very quickly because the card is full of pish. Where am I going to go with my pish? Did any of you guys watch Raw this week? Jason, I know you did. Yep. Wax and uh, Jordan, you have been spared. You were very lucky because this was one heck of a thing. Drew McIntyre versus Veer and Shanky in this match where he pulled out a sword and, and it was going to kill them. He was, he was, you know aiming his sword at, at Shanky like he wanted him dead. Uh, there was just, what, what the <laughs> fuck is going on with that? Uh, you know, it's not my pish. There's there's worse. Uh, we had Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax, which was actually okay. Mason T-Bar defeat Mansoor and Mustafa Horrible Ali ending. in just god-awful pish with a pish ending. Uh, Charlotte Flair had an okay promo. Yeah. Tamina versus Dewdrop. Yeah, Jason, what do you good. think about Tamina versus Dewdrop? Uh, Tamina won, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's because she injured Natty, so she had to take an L. But the match was meh. Dewdrop uh, is pretty over, though. I think uh, the whole Eva Marie Dewdrop dynamic is working. Everybody is mad at Eva um, Marie always, and they want Dewdrop to beat the shit out of her and be freed from her, so that we, you know, we keep getting yes. strung along on this journey of when is this going to happen. When will this do finally drop on <laughs> Eva Marie? <laughs> now this this, <laughs> and this squash definitely her. could have been a pish because we had 
Damien Priest making the Miz and Morrison boring. <laughs> it's basically boring. What He's the what's his arc the architect of destruction? Archer what's his name? Of boredom. The Archer Inf- of Archer Boredom of is his new name. Yeah. Just like Cupid has arrows that make people fall in love. Damien Priest has arrows that make people <laughs> bored, and he shoots them at every audience member as he walks into the building. Like, he's not that bad. I feel but, he's a great not, wrestler. Does it not just show you? It like he's shows a great you that all through the WrestleMania inside. period where it was him and Bad Bunny. He was being outshined. That, that it was it, Bad Bunny. It, did Bad Bunny bury Damien Priest? Yeah. It just yeah. But Bad Bunny <laughs> barely even spoke. And Damien Priest needs to speak less too and emit the same amount of swagger as Bad Bunny without speaking. Because when he speaks, he sounds so corny and he's not supposed to I be think it's corny. The script, I think they're giving him this garbage script that he has to say. It's the way he delivers yeah. it too. It, looked, I think. I mean, I, in the ring, night. he's a, he he's a, a little nervous. He's great. I don't know if it's a you know, big moment or whatever. Or he was like. Working with those two. <laughs> Speaking big, of that, aren't moment. you afraid to bring that scooter to the ring because of what almost did to it last week? Miz, you are a not nice guy. I will grab your splash stick and shoot it at yeah, you, but miss the first time arrow. and hit you a couple he times. Went to splash him in the face and then he misses the first spray, and I was like, oh, damn. Like, you can't miss the first I spray. think he's capable of doing it. I just don't think whatever they're trying to do with him on the mic is working. Let him go in a different direction, please. Hmm. Still think it was too early for him to come up from NXT, if I'm being honest. But yeah, and you and you brought him up, and no one cared about him. They cared about Bad Bunny, and then Bad Bunny left. What's he supposed to do? He just we. This is it. They've tried to find a couple of things for him to do, and he's ended up straight back with the Miz and Morrison. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's, and there's so many like what, what's that? I don't I don't get it. Why? Why is he back there again? Nobody knows. It there's so make many sense. things like. They were fighting in zombie pits or whatever. Why are we now back to this <laughs> again? Be- what, we're going to have zombies too? Like We had Keith Lee oh. defeating Karrion Cross, And so my rolling pish, as you guys oh know, my is Keith God. Lee and Karrion Cross. The treatment of both of them continues to be a fucking pish because Karrion Cross still doesn't have Scarlet and has a job. Keith Lee is treated like, like a jobber, and then all of a sudden he gets a win over Karrion Cross now, and it's just like... I. The dominant win. Why? Why yeah. is? I guess they're gonna have a feud, and we need to separate whatever we think Karrion Cross is, because he is not that on the main roster. And same thing with Keith Lee. Whatever you remembered him as is well, I don't like either gone. character right now. Then. Same thing with Cross. As they're displayed, I don't like. They, them. We don't know I don't what know they are. Why, I don't know who they are. So, no, Karrion Cross is just another guy on Raw, and yeah, it's no not gonna work point, for him. Yeah. So uh, as I, I mean, we all watch or at least keep up to date with all of the content, yeah. right? That I'm yeah. looking at my yeah. screen. I watched everything. There's four of us here. We've got we've got Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and AEW, right? I know that Jason always says, "Oh yeah, but I never watched NXT, so <laughs> it's only what happens on the main roster. That's what's important, right?" And and no, and I'm right. Fine, all right. That's fine, but. Do the the WWE genuinely think that if you watch Raw, you don't watch NXT? Yes. Is that like like I'm I'm maybe I'm not. not We talked about before how Raw viewers and and SmackDown viewers don't necessarily intersect and don't watch the other show. But do they act? Do they believe that's true for NXT as well? But then why would they show all this NXT content of theirs and talk about them in NXT? 
and have these crossovers and mention it as if it is canon, but oh, then it the, doesn't there's count. There's carry cross from NXT. But you're mentioning it, so it's canon. You're shot I mean, in It's just crazy. Whatever. I don't really watch NXT, but I know carry cross because I keep up with it because it's WWE, but I don't watch it religiously, and I'm not a huge fan but of the, just NXT. You can watch NXT. one episode Maybe of NXT they, and they garner more about a character than you can about watching a character for months on Raw. Is that not a problem? It being it's a, problem, a problem, of course, of course it's barking. a problem. <laughs> but it's the fans' fault. It's the fans' fault. It's, the fans it's all fault, the, fans the fans' fault because they don't, for beach they, don't, they don't do what they're supposed to do, apparently. Punk during my match. <laughs> it's all our faults. That's why it's crap. It's our faults. It's all but, I mean, fault. Jason, what if I gave the pitch to the 24-7 title and the fact that it was in a bell-to-bell match out of nowhere... All of a sudden, mm-hmm. the 24-7 title is now in matches, and you're not allowed to pin them anymore outside of the match? Because it's during the match. Well, this happened already, though. It happened I know, on SmackDown, but why too. is this becoming a thing? The 24-7 title can be battled at any because time, but now we're getting ma- bell-to-bell matches. It's for Reginald to get uh, ring time, I guess, but not actually have to fight, because it's, it's more about running away. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It just it's Maybe he has a quota. He has to, he has to do... 800 flips a week. <laughs> Otherwise, he doesn't get paid or something like that. And they thought, well, we need to put him in a match then. So he does a, a, a few flips in there. He is crazy And then athletic, his entrance though. to the ring. Yeah, and his flips. stupid yeah, promo. Yeah. Garbage promo. Is it a spectacle to watch? Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that's impressive. But if you do that every single week on both SmackDown and Raw... Then you got to keep topping yourself, yeah. And it's not as special either. Yeah, but well, well, that means... It, I, d- I don't care it's anymore, It's the though. same thing every single week. It... And it's to pop the live crowd, I'm sure, but we do watch TV every week. Yeah. It's it's super kid show-ish, and I think maybe the whole thing is a kid show at this point. It it absolutely does. Raw is garbage. But this is my problem. You have Raw that... if Let's say I only watch Raw, right? Fine. I mean, you'd be insane. You've doomed me to that hell, you three idiots. If I didn't... Pretty much, take my yeah. own time to watch the other shows. No, but you, <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, if you are just a normal wrestling fan, although I can't think of anybody called a wrestling fan that only or that is Raw, normal. But let's say that's yeah, <laughs> Gilbert. Um, let's say you only watch controversial, Raw, right? That means that means you watch Raw on a Monday night. You, I, I mean, you must surely then see their Instagram posts of stuff that happened on Raw, their YouTube of top 10 stuff on Raw. They'll, they post some stuff on um, Twitter as well. Like, I just, none of it is, <laughs> none of it's good. I, and I don't understand why, you you know, the other fans don't get as overly saturated with that content as we are. And, and bored I, of I think it. a lot of them like it. The same thing every single week. Unless maybe it's a big, I don't, you think maybe the they don't think fan is about it, or I don't know. Fan over sixteen is enamored with the content that they're being shoveled into their that's it. gob, and maybe that's it. Maybe they just they just we love the characters thing in our and head they don't care what they do. I don't know. Yeah, we have this thing in our head that Monday Night Raw is the the anchor, the the staple yeah. of wrestling, and it is now not that, and we just need to get over ourselves and watch Impact instead. It's like. It's like a show that you loved, like The Simpsons. It was the best, and now it's just comparison. so bad. It's, it's really been on comparison. for so long, it just can't do good anymore. 
I mean, so kind of, but it, it shouldn't be because has it's so it's so moments, much different you know, like than you can a, watch it and, a show. And find some entertainment in it, like on Raw. Like I said, there is some goods. But you know what? Simpsons okay. still has a, a you know millions of people that watch it live every week. They have a decent sized audience, same as Raw. It's just a different mentality. They expect different things. They like different things, I guess. And I guess it doesn't adhere and to our demands the viewers anymore. Of the Simpsons are now bars and TVs that have it on in the background. <laughs> no, I also no. think both of them are they have so much marketing Mark. and merchandise that it Mark. they're still yeah. making money. They, they oh, they're making on, more money than ever, aren't they? Profitable, for, profitable ever. for them to just So why should they change? End. Yeah. So, so they won't change. Yeah, but Make also, money won't change. So are these Take things money coming from Vince or from more the TV executives cuz they're the ones that are paying everything now, right? I mean, everything else is gravy, of course, but the I, big I, money is the TV contract. I still think a lot of it's coming from Vince. He's just known for being a pretty, you know, hands-on guy, controlling yes. guy. You always hear Vince doesn't like tag team wrestling. Vince doesn't like cruiserweights. Vince Big doesn't beef. like... Um, factions. I don't know, I guess. Doesn't like tag team wrestling. Factions. Doesn't like factions. He doesn't like that. Doesn't like cruiserweights. We'll get one <laughs> next week. He loves roll-ups. He loves 50-50 booking. He likes uh, burying good ideas for bad <laughs> ideas. No, I love course, Vince. Respect to Vince. He's the goat. What's but going like, on? I just what don't. I, what he's, what's, what's happening lately? I just it's no good. What, what could be? The, what could the? I enjoy <laughs> destroying <laughs> lives. I'm ashamed no, I don't of think he is. <laughs> Should I, I could give my bad to Goldberg. I don't want to see him anymore, but I can't. I, you know, I, I'm going to keep it at that. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't do like especially no. bad. It was just typical whatever. No, what was the, the promo that I was gonna say. Who messed up their promo? It was Reggie. Yeah, Reggie. When they're saying he comes in the back because he's no longer Reginald. Right? He's, he's Reggie now. Oh, that so was SmackDown? SmackDown. Okay, I won't bring it up then. It's you guys Reggie. can bring that up yeah. on your show. Yeah. It's so bad. It might have well been on Raw, but uh, yeah, the good. I don't know. What, what was <laughs> the good from Raj? What did you? What did you think? Like the only one. Uh, I mean, to be fair. I guess the main event could be a good. It's just the fact that we didn't want to see it. It's all that happened before it and all the stuff and around it that because soured it. But so if you just take it, at it held back. It's so tame. This is the main event. It's a no holds it barred is, match. But like no no holds barred match. It was still pretty good. They did enough. They did enough to you know. It's never gonna live up to the way it was, but whatever. We're in a new universe. It, it did well within that universe. Uh, Nikki there won, are wrestlers right? on there she that won. get to do this type of stuff. Sami Zayn and stuff. When they do a hardcore match, they go and do insane things and take bumps and. Yeah, but Sami Zayn is Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens punching each other in the, the head. In the ring. shots you've ever seen, like not ever, but you know what I mean. They're and fuck. and they've wrestled each other a billion times, so yeah, I they demand can do it so much better than anyone. As a Mark like, who doesn't know how to do <laughs> anything, who is, you know, but, sitting in his chair on his ass but Nikki, watching these Nikki performers. Won. Again, I never blame the performers. And this was. No, well, I mean, oh, this okay. was supposed to be a contenders match again, I think, and she lost, but she still gets the triple threat match. So I don't know what a contenders match is. If someone <laughs> could please tell me what it is, like, what's a contenders match? This it just means I'm you're saying. having like, a match. Even if a good, the match itself is good. There's so much shit around it. Everything around it sucked, but the match was okay. Even yeah. even Nikki Rhea's won. Match was okay. Kinda, it seemed kind of easily matched open the night against um, who she fight? Nia Jax. Rhea Nia was a decent match, but again. Why are they fighting? They fought so that 
after the match, Nia and Shayna could have a little moment. That's not good enough. That's, that has nothing to do with why these two people are fighting. Who are they and why are they fighting? That's what I need to know. That's all I need to know. But instead, it's like, they're having a no, match All you tonight. need to know is it's your yeah, fault. Exactly. Shut up. Shut up, you stupid it's, mark. It's your fault. Anyway, that's enough of that. I want to hear about AEW. I want to talk some a Well, I want to listen to you talk about some oh. AEW and uh, bark over you as I usually do. <laughs> that sounds about right. I was going to say that's what I come here on a Tuesday for. Hey, chat. Uh, well, Tuesday oh, when wait we're a minute. Recording. Did you guys hear about that Olympic athlete who's in it, trouble because they did the, the DX on top of the podium? And they're not, they think it's like oh, some, no, they're not, not really? like investigating this, this uh, thing that they did. And they're like, no, it's just DX. No, it just means suck just my suck it. dick. <laughs> so yeah. how yeah. investigation. Suck, suck my Corbin <laughs> penis. Yeah. Anyway. Um, AEW, let's, ju let's jump in. Let's jump in. Obviously one good, one pish. Uh, if you are Everyone a knows rules. fan and or follower of our other social media content you may already have seen what my one good one pish for AEW was uh, but I will run through a couple of highlights of the night and give you my one good one pish here um, AEW this week went from oh, pretty much 10 out of 10 incredible start the best start to a wrestling show i've seen in a long long time it then sunk to right in the middle it just kind of got worse after the start to a, a, a pretty mediocre pish like you know that pish that you take in the morning that's really it smells a wee bit bad and it's a bit too yellow you know it was like that <laughs> and then at the end we're like Nice, yeah, it's so good, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, we ended on a high at least, so it, I forgot about the so middle. So, <laughs> we, yeah, we we started amazingly, we ended amazingly, but unfortunately, there was a stagnant pool of pish right in the middle of the show. <laughs> um, so obviously, my one good of the, the the night was, of course, the entire opening segment, which was the elite uh, in an eliminate a ten man elimination tag match against uh, Hangman Adam Page and the Dark Order from the entrances I actually loved um, Hangman Adam Page and the Dark Order's entrance just as much as I enjoyed the Elite What? Um, I, I thought it was class the, the whole good. video package and then them coming out. I, I loved it, absolutely loved it now the match itself like great I, I really enjoyed it. it it was I mean it's tough to do a 10 man elimination tag match uh, particularly when, you know first on the card on just a normal sh show with your wow. stars too like all the it's, like uh, it's, where most of the main stars yeah. are in that match or, I mean that's yeah. your your champion is, is on first on a normal house show so yeah Great match, really, really enjoyed it. Um, definitely my good of the night for several reasons, but yeah, the entrances and the, the start of the, the night were, were perfect. Really, really well done. Um, a little bit of a little bit of a schmoz in uh, in oh, the schmoz. finish when he tries oh. to obviously but tries to expected. tries to dunk the, oh, the basketball. And oh, that was love it. That was a botch. That was a schmoz. That. that was a that botch. Was a botch. Sorry, not you not a schmoz. Dunk. No, a big a, a little botch. Huge botch. Unacceptable. Misses the dunk, but yeah, it's it's Still funny. funny. It's yes. what it is. They're lucky they're um, heels. But yes, so great start to the night. 
couple other matches in the middle. Um, there was a tag match between uh, FTR and uh, Santana and Ortiz, which should have been amazing. Unfortunately, there seems to have been an uh, injury uh, yeah, in the middle of the match, disgusting. which kind of seemed to shorten. Yeah, like he fell blood, on the turnbuckle. I didn't really see what happened? There. Like beside the turnbuckle, and like cut his arm open, like somewhere here. Like it was bursting but i don't know on, on like exactly what down how, the turnbuckle yeah, like there's a lot of blood. where in there could you slice your arm open like that i don't know unless it's on like there one must of the have been something in there something even like, like a little that. piece of stray metal sticking out a, a, you know exposed, if someone's tightening yeah. a, a nut or a bolt and they strip it a, a tad you can come down on that but something is not yeah. covered and just like a metal yeah, shaving that's, that's a, a lesson to them to cover whatever that was because that was uh, extremely dangerous i've not he heard didn't post any pictures of it or anything like i've not heard no there's nothing, so I'm guessing it's just been dealt with, and that's it. But, but yeah, that match was okay. Um, By the way, Lance Archer Cowboy versus Page. I'm not yep. a fan. Dark Order. We can talk about worst. That. Done with them. <laughs> oh no, we're not gonna wait. What? All, really? Oh, All now of you've that? Gone I'm too not far. into it. I don't know why. Like maybe it's just Cowboy Page. not into it. I don't know. It's just whatever. Do they have names now, or are they still one, two, three, four? They're starting some to get some names. names, but maybe it's the, the but, misdirection and, yeah. and everything. I just feel like it's it's run its course, and I'm just not entertained by it. I have no – I'm not bought in. F- for me, the problem is they're still exactly. the Dark Order. There's nothing no. dark about them. If they were just a tag team called the – Goofy dudes or something. I'd be like, like yeah. Page fine, is the, that the, makes sense. the leader of the Dark Order. Maybe not like that. It, it just doesn't Maybe work. Not that he's, and he's not. He has nothing yeah, to do it, with any of them. He doesn't interact with them as if he's a member of the group. The, really. um, they just happen to be his buddies. I like that he has. Yeah, I like. He that needs he's pals, got pals to fight this giant group, of course. Of course, but it's just the fact that it's the Dark Order and they're called the Dark Order. I understand your point, but. I actually a like lot of AEW fans of do. If I remove, from what I'm reading and everything, they, people yeah. are fine with it. I just don't like it. I quite enjoy it. Johnny Hungy, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, again, some other matches in the middle: Lance Archer versus Hikaleo. Poor, really poor. Uh, Lance Archer, I, I just don't care about him. I'm, I feel bad in saying that I don't like him, and uh, it seems that Hikaleo, while. I think could be very talented, is very uh, fresh to the business, so not great. Um, we also had, for whatever reason, a match between Thunder Rosa and And she's Julia not a member Hart. of the Hart family? Didn't make sense. And she's with the Hollywood <laughs> no. Blondes. Um, but, yeah, hey, that's beautiful. Oh, but not a member of the Hart family. So it's very weird to me. I was like... Why would yeah. you put this poor person in there as if she's a heart? Because that's what it seems like. You're you're mixing that dynamic, I feel. I don't know. Very weird. She seems like an okay like yeah. talent, like whatever, down the line. But she seems very green. Yeah, again, yeah. very young. But it was just a oh, yeah, she's from Cody Rhodes' uh, wrestling and school. That was it. Yeah. Still. Um, the pish of the night comes from a six-man tag match, which, again, I don't care. Christian Cage... And Jurassic Express versus the Hardy family office. I'm sorry, I don't care how much history Matt Hardy and Christian Cage have. It isn't interesting now. I'm bored of it. It, it, I thought it was done. Why am I watching this dinosaur kicking ass? 
when <laughs> I don't really care about the other people. Yeah, like I don't like that they're just paired up the, randomly. It seems, and the other. It, it doesn't to be make fair, sense. Though, the, the commentators. I'm losing losing focus here. Hold on a second. The the commentators did explain it. Nope, not even. <laughs> the commentators explained it. I think uh, while this while this thing does that, pretty well. Jr. Even because they're talking about how okay, good. He's going to beat him. He can move on, and he's finally going to have a chance now to uh, challenge for the world title. He's going to go challenge Kenny Omega, right? This is what's going to happen with Christian Cage. Yeah, but, but he but gets it, attacked from behind. But apparently, hit with the brass knuckles. So now he's got to take revenge on Matt Hardy and this guy for punching him with the brass knuckles. So his his road has been but delayed. Again, I, this has already happened. I know. It's just like. So it was. He came into the company, and then Matt was like, "Remember me." This is me, what should have happened at the start. Fight. So they, yeah. So they had, but they had a match, and then Chris Cage was like, right, "That's it, done. We've had our match, and I won." And then they've got this match as a kind of, well, I'm not done with you yet. So he wins again, and then he gets hit with the brass. Because this is like another guy. Is well, this guy what? been around he's before? Like, who is the this guy that family. He's he's still part of the Hardy family office or whatever so he's another hardy guy and i'm like i don't <laughs> care you've got an amazing tag team in jurassic express with two guys yeah. who i love watching and i'm sitting watching them against some jobbers and matt hardy who can't walk straight i yeah, don't care i don't care about all this get but at it, least i understood it, it now after the explanation and stuff i'm like okay i know i understand why it's christian is going to go fight matt hardy because this feud still isn't done because they're still attacking him and he can never go for the world title while these guys are attacking him but i wish they weren't attacking him. So here, I wish there here was we something go. else. Is there, a, is there a story here? And does it kind of follow? Yes. Which is more than I can say for most of WWE's content. However, I just don't like yeah, the story. Okay. So my one pish of the week. Um, I just want to bring up briefly at the end of AEW, Chris Jericho, the pain maker versus Nick Gage. Did oh yes, yes. Anybody watch it? Bell the bell. I did watch it, and I. What do you have think? to say? I was disappointed for half the match, and the second half definitely turned it up. But Nick Gage kind of looked off the whole match, did he not? Like he was kind of walking he's weird. Broken. Like he looks yeah, like he's, he's, he's hurt or up. something. Or does he still wrestle regularly? Like only special like deal? matches and stuff. It, I. I don't oh. know much about Nick Gage, obviously, other than things that I've read. The and documentary is the only recently. thing I know too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I this almost felt like a, and it's not. I don't believe, but it felt like a swan it song. It was like, this is this oh. is what he, he used to do. This is what he used okay. to do. Like. Now, I thought he was still doing it. That, and and I think he is, but he's obviously he now lost his title in GCW to um, mm. Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder, and mm. then obviously this That's match happens look. as well. And I was kind of like, is, is this the end of that? I I don't believe it is, but it felt like that to me. It was like let's get him to do all the stuff that he's done throughout his career in one match. And then all and if it is that, why not, one why not counter use that though? Why Jericho not hype that up and, and make it a big event? Like this was a, a brutal match. Jericho took glass bumps and all kinds of stuff. He took the pizza cutter mm. at the beginning, the actual sharp pizza cutter where he sliced his arm open. That was I don't know if that was on purpose or not. It was disgusting. Yeah. But it was like really obviously entertaining. Also, there's like kids in the <laughs> audience, so I was surprised that they did this on this show. 
and not hype it up to do it on a pay-per-view yeah. when we're expecting it. Parents like also know going yeah. into it, like, this is going to be a bloody violent match. Not that, you know, that affected uh, myself in this case, but just going forward, I just thought it was a wasted opportunity to put it on a regular show with not much fanfare, not much hype, and not a lot of time. Even though he moves really slow, it doesn't look like he can work more yeah, than five, ten minutes. Relatively but, short match. Um, Maybe that's I don't know. part of it. I don't know. I, lo- I love the idea, though. All these trials that's that he's cool. going through and all oh, these uh, people. Now it's moving to Guerrera is the next one who I remember from WCW. A lot of people like might him. not remember him. I don't know, but I, I definitely do. I'm not overly and, uh, hyped about the match. I like the I like the story and I like yeah. the principle of it. Like, yeah, yeah. When it when it first happened, I was kind of like, uh, really, I'm going to see Jericho versus every member of the Pinnacle. Yeah, that would have been nope. lame. Okay, fine, but instantly the first one happens and i was like oh this is good and then after that you've got nick gage and uh juventud guerrera like that i'm not overly excited about the two guys but i've heard of them i know about them and it makes it interesting as a wrestling fan because i get to see something that i didn't think i was going to see so i think it's a great idea i guess you've got one of your older workers in aew in jericho who i still think can go he's maybe not quite as as on the ball as he used to be, but he can still go. But then the fact that they keep bringing in these older guys, it means that those matches are a little bit shorter, right? Because they have to, be. especially him. You could tell, like him running um, from really, corner to corner was. This match was. You could yeah. tell Jericho slowed it way down. You know, I was also worried that if this is that type of you know final, then what is he going to do? Like he's. He's done crazy stuff before. What happens if Jericho gives him one stiff that shot or something? Spot, like? The Hurricane Rana spot, that was mar- I marked crazy. out for that 100%. It was done perfectly, and the it looked it looked amazing. Exploded. And then I was I don't I know was if that was on in. purpose or not. It went like in <laughs> the yeah. crowd. It was the it was crowd fantastic. were just like picking bits out of the everywhere mullets and everything. Yeah. Like Jericho, Jericho doesn't have to do this at this point, you know. Like uh, props. To I him didn't think for he was going to take a bump into like after the hurricane run and he, and Gage goes into the glass. I didn't think Jericho was going to take a glass bump. Took a huge glass another bump. one. Like yeah. I mean, where he went into it like directly yeah. after powers and then like multiple his back was cut up. Like Jericho was nuts. What is he thinking going through this match? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, it was, overall, it was, I I liked it. It started off yeah. pretty slow. Oh, and the one thing, Nick Gage went for a pin real quick, which was weird considering <laughs> you're bringing this guy into this death match. That was kind yeah. of bad. That's yeah. when I started saying, "What's going on here?" Like, but then they they picked it up and and I left. Uh, Once they good left about the it, wrestling portion, they worked their asses off. What do you know? Nick Gage made it. A, yeah, yeah. Well, get rid <laughs> of that stuff. Wrestling. Exactly. When he brought out his gimmick is the um the fluorescent and light the bulb cutter. things. He brings those out. It's like, ah, it was great. Yeah, I think a, a good match, it was maybe too, a little bit too much f- for what I like to see, but I enjoyed it. Uh, it's, it's so difficult. I sometimes look at myself as a human and go, I enjoyed it, and I watched a guy get thrown through a bit of glass and then smacked in the face with a fluorescent light tube. How can I enjoy that? I'm expecting that, that it's like also the, the bat that he was hitting him with and stuff. I'm hoping that all this stuff is gimmick. You know, like I'm hoping this is like a safe, gimmicked up match for these guys. I mean, Jericho's been through a lot worse. And yeah. He's been through a hell of a lot worse Who than knows? that. So by their yeah, standards, yeah. it was pretty tough. I don't usually love the death, death yeah, match and if you're not stuff. Into that, like, and 
Yeah, yeah, I like that it was a Seeing little more person tame. Also, is 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 quite the experience as well. They do some shows like that here in Montreal, so it's you know definitely a, mm. an acquired taste, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah. it is. But yes, that was AEW. Uh, we had a good, obviously, in the first match. Uh, low right in the middle with that uh, six-man tag, and then peeking back up at the end, which was uh, definitely a spectacle. Whether you enjoy that kind of wrestling or not. Definitely something to uh, behold. Blinders. So, uh, and then of course this week I am hoping that my one good we will see. But I'm hoping my one good is Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. But I've got When's a that? couple of days. Uh, what about the line that? As we oh, it's record. not on a pay per view. No, no. What about tomorrow? the line that Miro oh. said? Okay. Oh yeah, what did he say again? Um, I'm only, I'm thankful for two things. Something like that. Is that that right? Um, What was he said? I'm thankful for two things: a vengeful God and a my My flexible wife, wife or something something like that. Yeah, my (laughs) double jointed wife. Yeah, excellent. Why is he being super religious? What is this? I actually really. He's talking about God all the time. Some of his his faith is guiding him. I don't know. He he talks about how yeah he's like. God's warrior right. and, and I, I, I love it. You want to be a polarizing person and, and, and I actually re- yeah, go down the super religious route. Yeah, <laughs> I really, I really want Lana to, or you know, she could join as just CJ, I guess. But I want her just to join and just be oh. his valet again because I, I think it would work so well be crazy. in AEW. Yeah, but let's move on. I would love to hear from the snaky freak that is the waxy mamba milky 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 what happened in nxt you milky freak (laughs) well uh nxt was actually pretty good i'm of course talking uh because of course by the time this comes out onto our listeners ears uh there will be another episode of nxt that's starting in 37 minutes but I'm talking about NXT July 27th. It was actually a very good episode. Um, pretty well. I had trouble actually finding one thing that I can really call a pish. I did find one, uh, but I do want to go over some of the good stuff, and I will end by uh, my actual good. Uh, for those of you who watched on YouTube, you would know that my Milky match of the week was the opening match of the night. It was three of my favorite wrestlers to watch in NXT right now, plus Oni Lorcan, who's also pretty good. I just don't see enough of him. Uh, and he's more definitely the fourth man in that. But it was Tommaso Ciampa, Timothy Thatcher, Pete Dunne, and Oni Lorcan. Great match, and very happy to see Ridge Holland uh, make a return. I think we all saw that really nasty bump. I think he was trying to catch. I forget who he was trying to catch. Um, but he took a pretty nasty bump, went off on a stretcher almost a year ago. So it's just nice to see him back and, and working. So I'm curious to see what that dynamic adds. Um, Pete Dunn is clearly on some sort of mission, but they've been a little aimless with him lately. He kind of just stares down Samoa Joe every so it's often. Like he's just waiting for Samoa um, Joe to be done his stuff, this... and then he'll get involved. It's just like waiting. And. Whatever. I'd love to see that too, but you know everyone knows I'm a Pete Dunne guy. I want to see him all the time. Uh, I think I, I love Marky. I love his wrestling style, <laughs> Marky. Exactly, exactly. But I was very happy with that match too. Champa and Thatcher. Um, it was a good way for them to lose, but not look bad. Yeah. Um, 
because obviously they still have their path to travel. Uh, we had Samoa Joe is now a member of the active NXT roster. He is no longer, he has resigned as Mr. Regal's uh, enforcer or Small special, special friend, friend or whatever, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> and we will have the match we all knew was coming at NXT TakeOver 36. It will be Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe. And I'm thinking that might be Karrion Cross's final match on NXT, and he will become a full-time Raw superstar. He barely shows up. He's going to get Joe choked out, kinda... pass out, go to the main roster, and keep losing. <laughs> Is he going to win and relinquish the He'll title or lose? By the clutch. Yeah. Cocaine. Might be, but uh, yeah, he's barely been on NXT anyway. Uh, has uh, has Karrion Cross clearly because he's traveling with Monday Night Raw, so it's not like he can come all the way back to Orlando every week and get into the CWC. They're doing a good job actually of building the storyline just between Joe and Regal. It's you know it's hard to shake off Karrion Cross's bad loss a couple weeks ago, but and in the week- in the I guess canon of NXT and this week, but I guess in the realm of NXT, he is still the NXT champion. He is still, uh, you know, the guy Samoa Joe has a pretty major bone to pick. So we're following that, and I, 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 I am looking forward to that match. Same. So, um, what else did we have? No, I won't go to that yet. Um, oh yes, uh, so Imperium was in action against Ashanti the Adonis and Top Dollar from Hit Row. And there was some schmozzery, but it was good schmozzery. It was um, a, a interference run by Santos Escobar and the rest of Legato. Uh, and it gave Imperium the win, which is nice, because it seems like they are going to be moving on to face an MSK while Legato and Hit Row with Santos and Swerve at the forefront of their respective groups uh, for the North American title plus general blood feud. It's kind of a bit of both when you recognize that they have history together, these two guys. And we had a solid main event. Adam Cole, Bronson Reed. It was Adam Cole uh, coming out with the win. Um, O'Reilly comes and attacks Cole afterwards, which leads to like the speculation, what with Adam Cole's contract expiring, it might be a loser leaves Whoa. NXT match, but we'll see uh, if, uh, you know, as their third and maybe final match against each other, we'll see. We also had some great segments between uh, L.A. Knight and yes. Cameron Grimes. Ted DiBiase <laughs> showed up, and the yes. Grizzled Young Veterans showed up as well in the segment. So those are fun. I love where the storyline's going. Uh, I think they're both having a yep. lot of fun with it, both L.A. and and Grimes. And uh, I'm sure we're going to get a million-dollar rematch soon enough. But my good has to be Dakota Kai. We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. She cut a great promo, sort of hyping up Raquel Gonzalez. Shout-out to calling her <laughs> Big Mommy Cool. Um, that was genius. <laughs> in honor of uh, Diesel. And Diesel. we knew... No one's coming. No one's. No one's left. No one's left to challenge you. And of course, of course, the flying knee right into Raquel's face. The crowd yeah, went that that helped. Wild. That pop was sick. You deserve it. Big pop. So I don't know who the face is going to be at this at this point. I don't know how they're going to build it. 
Um, I don't know if Raquel is going to be the face. I don't know if Dakota is going to be the face. But again, another blood feud kind of mixed into a title feud is that yeah. Dakota absolutely has a chip on her shoulder, as she should um, against Raquel. That has to be my good. Um, I don't think I realized that this storyline was brewing until I went back and saw other people say, oh, they've been building this for a couple months. I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe they have. Maybe they have. And I just, either they were really, really subtle or I was really, really not <laughs> observant. But that uh, has to be my good. I don't know if anybody else watched mm-hmm. NXT. I know some of you may have tuned into the Milky Match. I watched uh, the Milky Match and I watched the Betrayal that you speak of. Yes. So those were really the two high points for me, as we know. Uh, and that's what made it really tough because there wasn't much else to the show. A lot of it was good to great. One thing was meh. Um, the breakout tournament was a little bit underwhelming for me once again this week, um, mostly because it was Carmelo Hayes versus Josh Briggs. No disrespect to Josh Briggs. At least we got a little intro to both of them this time around. But Carmelo Hayes, we had seen a couple times before. He actually even fought Adam Cole once. I kind of knew he was going to win. We actually even got Duke Hudson on commentary. So the match was fine. It just didn't have the suspense of like, oh, who's going to step up? See, this is what a push should be. But Imagine Hayes this versus is what you chosen, right? He wasn't even bad. It wasn't even like full-blown pish. I mean, it was still normal it was still better than the bottoming out of aew in my opinion they went a little bit lower this week on their lows but this you're right i, I agree that it it should be selected as the pitch of the week for for nxt but that being said not very pitch just not great yeah it, but well i mean i do have a pitch oh. i do have a pitch oh, that okay. went below it a little bit and even then it's still more of a meh it's still, yeah, I, I, I kind of ragged on the Breakout Star Tournament last week, and they did improve on one of the big things I wanted them to improve on, so I'll give them. But this person uh, has been getting off a bit too easy for the last couple of weeks that she's been on NXT, that she's returned, I suppose, to NXT, and it's going to be Mandy Rose. Uh, you know, she's a couple weeks now that she's been around, and there's always been something I liked a little bit less. <laughs> but she can't avoid me this time, Mandy. He can't avoid me this time. Um, I don't get it. It's kind of a bit of a clusterfuck right now what's happening in that whole storyline. I remember saying many months ago when I really started tuning into NXT more religiously, I really liked Robert Stone. I thought it was interesting to have a male manager for a female tag team. Mm. And then Robert Stone went away for about half a year to eight months. And I lost all interest I had in him uh Aaliyah who we haven't seen ever since she walked off on him I don't understand why Frankie Monet suddenly needs to be in there and then Mandy Rose is recruiting some some jobbers to to join her it's just again I guess it's a case of maybe me not letting things play out yet but it's just messy and none of this is really off to a bad start and then you have Casey and Caden uh, Katanzaro and Carter coming in and it's like so they're not they're kind of stagnant this, right? too That's what it feels like like literally yeah, it seems yeah. like you have all this extra talent and even, so go work together <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what's going on the NXT women's division uh, tag team division I should say is kind of getting a bit of the pish of the main rosters women's tag team division 
and it's just like even Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, they're barely featured and doesn't seem like there's much going on with them right now, except that they're not friends, but they're champions together. And yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not it's not landing and we still have no idea why Mandy Rose is back and it's been a, like, almost a month now. It's just it needs to start having a, a, a in French élément déclencheur. It needs something to set of this off. Yes, <laughs> la piche. That's la it. it piche. Needs, it needs something to kick again. off the action or to kick off the main part of the story, and that is absent for me right now. That said, tonight's episode again in twenty-seven minutes. So I'll wrap up very quickly <laughs> here, so Jason can get to his stuff and I can get to NXT. Uh, we do have the Indiana Pole match uh, between Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano. It's well. It's called a love her or leave her match. If Dexter wins, he gets to join the way. Uh, if Johnny wins, Indy can never talk to Dexter again. Austin Theory is still MIA, of course. He, they said he ran away from home as a 24-year-old man. But um, so that's uh, and then we do have once again Bobby Fish versus Roderick Strong tonight as well. I think there and of course the final match in the first round of the Breakout Star Tournament. Uh, is tonight as well so a couple matches on the card i'm sure there will be more i think hit row and legato is gonna clash once more so let's see uh, where things go we start ramping up towards a takeover the day after SummerSlam this time around SummerSlam's on the saturday takeovers on the sunday yeah what how about that very interesting i didn't even realize must be that you know. John Cena's too busy for the Sunday night, so he needs it. Yeah, he's, he's not available. Entire pay per view. When's the last time they did a major pay per view on just a Saturday? I I can't think of a time. It's always I can't Sunday. Think of one. I don't know. Uh, maybe there was like Cyber Saturday, Cyber Saturday, Taboo Tuesday. No, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's. Uh, Let's see what's going on on the better main brand of WWE with the our good brand. friend, Jason the Fiend. Well, over on SmackDown, they're kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Oh, and that's about it. Oh. No, we <laughs> open the show with the greatest of all time, John, don't know his middle name, Cena. And when you open the show with John Cena, you can't really go wrong. The guy steps in the ring as if it's his bedroom, and he's <laughs> John. <laughs> and he's more Felix comfortable Anthony. than anywhere else. <laughs> John Felix Anthony Cena. Uh, yeah, he opens the show. He, he says, "I think I think he mentioned if you could find someone that makes missionary uh, interesting for twenty plus years, keep them around." Nice retort to Roman Reigns calling him Mister Missionary. Um, he says, uh, you know, this typical stuff, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns is ducking him. He's a little baby, blah, blah, blah. And then Baron Corbon is getting the rub. He's getting that John Cena rub and he walks in the ring and he's, he's killing it. Props to Baron Corbin. People are engaged with him. Even, even if they're saying you suck, you suck. 
They are engaged with Mr. Baron Corbin, and he gets in the ring with John Cena and says, come on, John, you grant wishes. Can't you just help mm-hmm. a guy who's down? And I think it was great. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so cool to see these two together because John Cena is John Cena, and Baron Corbin is hot right now. His, his character. His char- okay. His character. Jason. <laughs> his He's got a new theme song, right? His character is hot right now. So him, him and Cena, you want to see what's going to happen. It was good back and forth. John Cena's probably been called cheap before in his life, and Baron called him cheap, uh, and he gave him an attitude adjustment, which fit the sentence, and it and it worked out perfectly. Um, so it was a good opening to the show, a strong opening to SmackDown, indeed. And then um, let's just talk about my pish first. I'm um, gonna go with the contract signing, but I gotta break it down into little parts because it wasn't all bad. It starts good. They sit down. Roman Reigns doesn't want to sit across from Finn Balor because he's the head of the table, damn it. So he sat at the head of the table. These little things are important and they're fantastic. Um, Pushing him slowly out of the way. Stupid Adam Pearce should have just (laughs) left the arena, but he was in the way of everybody. Like, why is he even there? And um, so he sits down and he's so comfortable. Roman Reigns is just so comfortable. He he is what that character. There is no listening to him it's do a like promo. He's just right? speaking John to you. Said at the, beginning. the reason why speak. it didn't work before is because him too. They didn't believe it because you didn't believe it. That's just he didn't believe. Oh, oh he didn't we all believe, believe his it now. As an actor, believe that. Right? So that's why he kept saying believe yeah. that all the time. Believe that. <laughs> believe that because he didn't believe it. But now we acknowledge that I he acknowledge. is fantastic. Hopefully. And um, he speaks to Finn Balor so so wonderfully, like putting him down and lifting him up at the same time, trying to turn him and John Cena against each other. There's so much going on in just every little word that he says. Um, and Finn Balor had a decent comeback. You know, I'm going to beat you and bring it back to NXT. La, la, la. Yeah, it was okay. Whatever. I don't, I don't go to Finn for his promos. He's fantastic in every other way. Um, and then it kind of went downhill, this contract signing. I still enjoyed it because Baron Corbin interrupts. Now I enjoy this; it's entertaining. And when he when he knocked out Finn Balor, tossed him out of the ring, picks up the contract that he's going to sign it. He got a big pop. The crowd was ready for him to sign that contract, whatever that might mean. Normally, they would be like ready to leave the show and never watching it. Or they just, you know, there's stuff happening. It's exciting also because there's another pop happening in the background. Well, he picked up the the paper and the and he's reaching for a pen and you could hear like like people yeah. looking into it and like, then whoa. it got even then it got even louder because here comes john cena he throws baron corbin a, like trash into the into the night picks up the uh, contract <laughs> and and i mean all this is entertaining i'm enjoying it but then he signs it like real like showing the camera it says finn balor but uh, i took the magic marker and wrote cena and signed cena so, oh, so what does that mean? Scribble like Finn started it, so I think there was a scribble under his name. Is also yeah. double bait. Well, it, it, I mean, it, the no, thing that annoyed me most then, about that is it looks like Cena's left-handed because he writes like a two-year-old. He is left-handed. Like, well, <laughs> why was he writing with his right hand then? No, he wrote with his left, didn't he? He, he wrote with his left no. hand. Oh well, then or he must he be right-handed. <laughs> he was just because writing really awkward. Camera? I don't know. Maybe he's trying, writing way. really I, awkward I've trying seen, to show the camera. I've seen kids on Sesame Street write names better than that. So wow, burying John Cena's. And writing. he signed John Cena a couple times in his life, I think. John Cena. Yeah. 
But um, so he signs the contract. So in my head, I'm like, and I'm still wondering how the Finn Balor looks like such a piece of trash right now. What's he gonna do? He can't. He can't stand for this. He got tossed to into the ring by Baron worse, Corbin, then it was dead for the entire segment. And to make it even worse, because you could say, hey, whatever, it was fun. There was a scramble, people fighting. It happens. Emotions are high. Sure. So then you turn to your people in charge for some clarity, perhaps, as to what just happened. And where do we go from here with all this craziness happening? And a smug Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville in the back say, well, you know what? what I, you know what I see here? I see John Cena's name. And I see Roman Reigns' name, and that's good enough for me. Close it. Close the book. Go home. That's good and enough that, for what me. About, what, about, what about Finn Balor? You don't care about Finn Balor? You don't care yeah. about Finn complete Balor? Complete disrespect. Also, it makes Contract no sense. Law. Yes. Contract law means nothing to these people. It's ridiculous. <laughs> nothing. It, it's no. it's a completely null and void. I, I really hope they play with it this week coming. Like Paul Heyman Better. comes out with like lawyers and like... You know, th- this is the, this is what's happening. But we need to do another. It's not first to sign one... the contract. <laughs> contract signings says, are going to be. All you like... know, it says like their names hereby will be referred to as Finn yeah. Balor, the Demon's penis, and that just is how yeah. he shall be referred to through the entire document. His name is at the bottom where he signed it. Clearly, it says John Cena's signature over his signature and his name, yeah. and that takes precedent. What? Well, so if I go and, and steal your work contract and sign my name over yours, be like. Oh, I guess I got your job, we're, sucker. Counts in, yeah. <laughs> I'll so, hey, I'm getting a raise please. tomorrow. I've got to sign the contract. You break down the door, sign it. <laughs> yeah, I got a raise, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I challenge well, the I boss his to name a match here. for a raise. Loser That's leaves good the company. <laughs> so really, in reality, all this to say my bad is Adam Pierce and Sony Deville, and they are my new Raw Underground and will be bad every <laughs> single week. I think they could be better, so I'm not shitting on Adam Pierce or Sonya Deville. Whatever they're making them do is horrible. Whoever's telling them what to say and how to say it, that's my pish. And unfortunately, they represent that pish. So, yeah, Adam Pierce, Adam Pish, and Sonia DePish. Sonia of the um. So then uh, I think uh, something else happened. Someone came back. What's her name? Uh, oh yeah. The boss. It's boss time. The boss Please is tell back. Me that's good. Um, I'm going to give it my good, yeah. I'm going to give really? Sasha Banks. I'm going to give her my good yeah, because I'll tell you, you why. stupid AEW mark. I'll, t- I'll tell you why. It, it, it was like the a roller coaster of emotions. So she comes back, <laughs> which is fine. It's great. She gets a big pop. It's a huge star coming back, no doubt about it. She s- rescues Bianca Belair and hugs her. So I'm instantly angry. I'm not happy with that. I'm like, what are they doing? Why are they hugging? And they start dancing. They start dancing in the middle of the ring. I almost broke my TV and threw it out the window. <laughs> and, and I was like, what's going on here? It's so bad. It's so bad. But in the back of my head, I'm like, she's really hamming it up too much. She must be planning something. Like, it's so obvious. Like, please be but planning. It's hopeful. It's wishful ex- thinking exactly. at this point. Like, because you're like the dancing so then, that they're doing. So we circle back to Adam Pish, who's in the back. And Sonia DePish comes by and says, I have a great idea. I'm going to make a tag team match tonight. And he says, whoa, wonderful. It's an amazing idea. Yes. A, uh, who's it going to be? It's had anything else planned for the evening. Yeah. Well, it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, who was it? Carmella. Carmella? Yeah, Carmella. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, Sonia <laughs> Zelina Vega and Carmella <laughs> so, versus, uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember their names. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's going to be the, <laughs> them <laughs> and Sasha Banks. And it's just like, okay, okay. So I'm thinking something's got to happen if this is the main event. Something's got to happen, right? Uh, 
So I watch the main event. It's, you know, it's a waste of time, whatever. Just squash the stupid heels and move on. They're dancing in the ring. And then it happens, still, obviously. Do you know their names yet? Yeah, not yet. And uh, <laughs> Bianca so, so, Banks uh, and Sasha Belair. Bianca Belair and Sasha Biel, uh, Banks. Bilal. <laughs> Sasha Bilal. Sasha Bilal. Um, <laughs> drop. So she hits her with the back cracker. Or whatever she calls it, the backstabber. <laughs> backcracker. I think that's what that's what uh, what's his face called. I think called it is Carlito. called that. Yeah. The backstabber. Um, yeah, Carlito. Hers is the, the backstabber. Come on, we've seen her for a hundred years now. Well, what? That, but the backcracker I, I, does exist. Yes. Yes. She's. That's my good because I was mad when they were dancing, and then I was happy with her ruthlessness towards Bianca, and she needs to be ruthless, aggression. and she needs to hit her with chairs. She needs to be dirty. She needs to do whatever she can because. Bianca Belair is a specimen. She could beat up the men's roster probably. So to make it believable, she's got to be this ruthless. I enjoy where it's going. I'm excited for their feud the second time around because the first time around sucked. But you could say it built to this, so it's yeah, good. Yeah, excited for it. Just wait for the promos next week. I know. I'm yeah. kind of worried about the promos, but I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping that Sasha will not rely so much on saying She's going to be on commentary. And, and we'll, it's going to lead up to you know, SummerSlam. I'm going to be... come and get you, bitch. No, no. I hope get she doesn't say that. I hope it, she's, her words speak louder. Th- wait, her, her actions speak louder than her words. Her, her words, words are louder than her actions. Her, I hope her words are louder than her words. Look at the adjective. <laughs> Play. But, uh, yeah, I am looking forward to it. I think they're, they're doing well. And, uh, you know. Oh, but my milky match of the week for SmackDown is Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Rey Mysterio versus Jimmy Uso. It was a great match. Rey Mysterio is still can still go. He, everything he yeah. did was crisp. All his spots yeah. were great. Uh, Jimmy Uso, amazing heel. Jay Uso, main event. Jay Uso, amazing heel. Uh, I just I just had a moment where I appreciated the match. I didn't question, you know, why are they fighting again or this, that, and the other. I just saw these two go at it. He said he had to they, show they his son Dominic how it's it. done. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, what he's they like, said. They Dominic, said he, I yeah. need to show you how it's done. And he, yeah. he went out there and he and showed he him how it's done. He, he absolutely killed it. Yeah. It was a great match. Shout out to, to Rey Mysterio for doing it for so many years. And he's still good at it. And, um, yeah. The greatest that's, lucha that's wrestler favorite, of all time. My favorite match of the night. Uh, Reginald defended his 24-7 championship against uh, Chad Gable, which we mentioned. Brad doesn't like that they have matches now. It doesn't make sense. Because especially on SmackDown, why didn't they just pin him right after? Yeah, he got disqualified. Yeah. They let him run away. Because it, 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 it sucks when they have an idea of a story they want to do, but they have to ruin things like the ideas that we had of, of certain things. Like all of a sudden the title means this now just because we want to do this story. So let's just toss away all this history it had. And I like Alpha we'll, Academy. don't worry about that. I don't want them involved Alpha Academy in this. Are, they're great. They're they should be this, fighting for, for sure. the tag team championship. Mm-hmm. And if they're not in the championship match, they need to be fighting other tag teams to see who's the best tag team. Like it's not. It's yeah, like why are they going for the, the biggest joke of a belt ever? It makes every mm-hmm. wrestler that goes for it look like an idiot, except That's R-Truth because he's the best. And yeah, um, yeah. our truth and Reggie have a good thing going. Give me more of that then. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, just ha- just film them. I guess they want to see him like flipping and stuff, but film them like meeting up outside or catching him at the cafe or in a ball pit or whatever. You know, like they used to. A wine um, tasting. <laughs> wine tasting. Well, he's a Somali, isn't he? Is that not? not has he not done a wine tasting yet? Like you said, he faked all that. Or oh, he's not a Somali fake, anymore. Fake, fake, fake. fake. No, oh, oh but that's uh, that's great. So this we just is the last thing I want to mention quickly because it's probably going to be the best feud that we see going forward. Seth Rollins and Edge 
Edge comes out to the ring, and and they cut to commercial. We'll see him when we get back. And then they come back from commercial, and Seth Rollins is in the ring, and you're like, what happened? And at first, I hated this because they had to go back and show us what happened like during the break. But then I thought about it, and I'm like, it does make sense that like you know an like they didn't know this was gonna happen. It could have happened during commercial, you know. It makes it more realistic. Maybe they showed what happened. I can't believe he did this during commercial break. We're supposed to be hearing from Edge, but now Seth Rollins is in the ring, and they showed everything that happened. It was a brutal attack. Um, Seth Rollins on the mic, amazing, saying uh, if Edge, if I can't be champion, Edge can't either. He's fully losing it, and uh, he's so good at what he does. He's so full of drip that uh, it's a, yeah, it's similar storyline. It's yeah. like neither of them know they can go for it because the other person will keep fucking them over so they need one of them needs to I, end I the other like person it, so yeah. that they can continue so yeah i, I get it i like it because it. edge came back and he had the title match and i want edge to win the title but i did not want him to win it then so he needed something a roadblock if you will and seth rollins is a fantastic roadblock and it, it could be a memorable roadblock. feud it could be one of the <laughs> best matches of all time it should be the two of the best of all time um, so this is perfect. It just makes Edge got to work a little bit harder. Even though he waited 10 years, he got to wait a bit more because of Seth freaking Rollins. And he went back and showed old clips of him talking to the Pish, Pish sister and Pish brother, Adam Pish and Sonya DePish, <laughs> saying, like, I deserve it because I'm Seth freaking Rollins. And uh, Adam Pish just says, but he's Edge. Uh-huh. So, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's all building and it's good. So overall... SmackDown was a very fun show. Very minimal amount of pish. It was hidden within some good. It wasn't just a big old pile of pish. Uh, so once like, you know, SmackDown's like good birds, every week. It's being good every birds week. Birds like take a shit and piss at the same time. It's all in <laughs> one. True. It's you like if you find a couple of hairs in your food rather than someone like took a shit in your food like raw. <laughs> <laughs> or the, raw the food is... Yeah. Okay. Or the food just as shit, and then you blame yeah. all the customers instead of the chef. <laughs> Damn you, customers. Damn you. You make this restaurant bad by ordering bad food. Yeah. Silly woman. Well, I guess that is it. Is there anything else you guys wanted to mention about the week that was in the world of wrestling? No. Um, well... I mean, no. we always have uh, social media content coming out, so please keep an eye out for that because it's awesome. We have a milky match of the week coming from Ryan on NXT. We have Jordan recapping AEW and Jason's random events, and hopefully you'll get one of my videos soon uh, when I crawl out of my soon. dungeon of despair. Sound like Brad Pierce. Who knows? Hmm. Brad Pierce. Wow. That's very harsh. Very, very uncalled for. Jason the Fiend. Oh, God! Milky. Milky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Four Jobbers podcast at the Four Jobbers on all of freaking social media. We are the Four Freaking Jobbers. We'll see you next week. I love you. It's me, Austin. Oh, it's Jeff. My name is Jeff. Jeff.